Golden Globus. Tippy tap, 35? I think 36. I think it's 35, which would be very coincidental because you know what? 311 marks for me, Murray. I, is it the same for me? Well, I don't think you're turning 35, but I am. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah I wish I was turning 35. I wish I was. Wait, no, that doesn't work at all. Uh, You know, Griff, at the beginning of the year, I said my New Year's resolution was that we're going to get new guests, more guests. We're gonna just we're gonna have, eventually have guests take over the show. We're not even gonna be on anymore. Oh, that's gonna be real good. Yeah, I like that. We'll still and, rake in all the fucking dirty letters and everything. We'll right. do that yeah. hard work. Yeah. We'll still talk into the envelopes. Is that what you said we did on that yeah. one. Well, yeah, we whisper into whisper. envelopes and send them out to people. <laughs> I'm surprised you remembered that. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> but I've come through, Griff. Okay, because I, we have a brand new guest. He's all he's an old Twitter friend of mine, but he's a brand new guest. His body is Indiana, but his heart and his soul still remains here, right in Michigan. Mm. This is our buddy, Mr. Matt Sosi. How you doing, Matt? How's it going, miscreants? <laughs> miscreants? These are words that millennials don't know. What? Miscreants? Yeah, you don't know that? <laughs> miscreants? He doesn't know look, that. Look I don't, I don't... You have to. <laughs> There's no time to look up. The research team is not on staff today. It's too cold. Also, how, they how want is it up there? very oh, fucking cool. Yeah, it's today. miserable. Miserable. We're about to cover a very hot Miami. Yeah, voice I know episode. we're doing. We're going from one stream <laughs> to the other. Yeah, and we're on the other spectrum. Other I gotta end. say, uh, Matt and I have something in common. What is we're that? both from crime-ridden, dying <laughs> car factory cities. He's from Flint, and I'm from Pontiac. So, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Yeah. So we've seen shit, Griff. Seen some shit. Yeah. Was... Well. Was there so long ago the water was drinkable? No, <laughs> that's a he remembers very... when Michael Moore was skinny. Oh wow, <laughs> that is something to remember. Yeah. Like seeing Michael Moore skinny is very funny to me. Well, by by comparison, so oh yeah. well, even still, where a hat actually fit on his head. Now he's got the Lauren Avedon hat because his head is so big. But that might be his ego. His what? His ego. Oh. Oh, yeah. We got to one-ear this shit. <laughs> Especially with hey, the hey, furnace. You say going. ego, but you don't know miscreant? All right. I, what, ego is a three-letter word. <laughs> I know all the three-letter word. Try. Yeah, lie. Try. Die. Like, like the spit is dying. Yeah. D. <laughs> okay. But like we said, there's, we got a very hot episode. Very hot episode. Very hot show. I, I think it's fun that we're doing a show. We're doing an episode. Oh, we can't get to that yet. This isn't about me. This is about how the hell did you get into Miami Voice, man? Was it were you just a child sitting at the TV and this came on? You were like, "This is blowing my mind here." Part of it was that I didn't. You know, it's was, it was one of the best shows to, to watch when you didn't have a driver's license. Um, I was. I'm a little bit older than uh, than the elder of the show, and uh, I, I was in middle school when it came out. I had also <laughs> seen the Michael Mann film Thief, which show suggestion, but you know, take it for what it's worth. Um, <laughs> you know, and and it was it was the show on Friday nights on NBC by Hunter. But uh, yeah, it was glossy, and and I remember watching the uh, the cop film cop shows of the seventies. My dad liked watching those, and this was there was nothing else like it besides the wall to wall music and the fashion, which 
everybody tried. <laughs> everybody tried. It's kind of mm. like it was like when I was 16, I got to see Tina Turner at Pine Knob. It was oh, great God. to see her. I didn't need the other 40-year-olds in the audience to try to dress like her. Uh-huh. So yeah, uh, peach. Yeah, you know, sales of peach and pink jackets skyrocketed even in Michigan, and uh, <laughs> that's how much of an impact it had. Oh, yeah, God. he ain't lying, man. It was people were dressing like that, and oh, you probably were too young to have the scruff. Did you? Did you try to get that junior high scruff <laughs> going on? Yeah, I no, I couldn't. I couldn't do the five o'clock shadow. I couldn't, uh, couldn't be Don Johnson. I have to. It wouldn't be until I was in college when uh, when everybody was growing goatees because it was the early nineties. Oh, yeah, that was the goatee yeah, era. We all we all went through that period too. You man. had the goatee too. I had a goatee. Yeah. Oh my! I didn't God. have it for long. I'm not a big facial hair guy, so I can only last a few months, and I have to get rid of it. Yeah. But right. I, I, my, I've had. Go ahead. My I'm sorry. my, uh, my senior year at Ball State, the show, the big show was Camelot. So all the guys had to grow them already. And uh, I wound up doing another play, but mine was the only goatee that didn't connect. The oh. Mustache and the beard wouldn't connect. So somebody, somebody who had a great goatee for uh, you know a twenty-two year old suggested a black marker. Oh no! Which I, I did not do. Okay, good. Okay, good. Holy shit! I'm glad you brought up glossy when you were describing Miami Vice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got, I got a hot take, which just fits this hot episode. Oh, go and, for it. And I I can already hear Jack Battler sharpening his knives for me when he hears of this. I do not like Michael Mann's aesthetic at all. It's to me, it's it just it's corny to me. It seems it's like the show is very of it like it felt very dated to me. I mean it's just like Even I was when like, you're I like, was cringing. I'm sorry, I was cringing at the dialogue at the beginning of yeah. this, this episode. It was yeah. it was this like pseudo tough guy talk. But you th- you got to put yourself in the mind of you back in the '80s, though. Like I right. get to do this as an adult because yeah. I've that was this wasn't my time. I wasn't even born yet, so I get to be critical of it and say it's cringy. But in, in I the, can't be because I lived at the time. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I like my violence gritty and ugly. This yeah. is I don't like that glossy, cool kind of vibe. I don't know. I don't know if I, I I'm inarticulate, so I can't explain it. But oh, you too. Yeah, I've got it's it's going around. <laughs> I know. We should just do a podcast. Be two inarticulate idiots. <laughs> two in it. I can't even say the word. In, inarticulate. So I just, oh. just want to put that out there. at a hot take. I'm gonna. Okay. We're gonna go viral with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like Michael Mann. Michael Sorry. Mann. When when I guess the story is I can't remember which one of the it might have been Michael Mann who just when he was brainstorming just wrote on a notepad MTV Cops. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Right, and that's exactly yeah. what this is. I yeah. mean, that's a good point. Time, the film Thief, which I mentioned earlier, I believe he was the first one, or at least the first one that I remember, was he was, you had to wet down the road, even if it wasn't raining, because oh. it looked cool. Yeah. Okay, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Everything so, looks sharper. Yeah, I get it. You get the reflection yep. and, and lighting on that. So that that made sense. So yeah, I think, as, I mean, like I said, the, the cop films in the 70s, it was a lot of brown tweed jackets yes. and, you know, that sort of oh. thing. So, well, that's so my fact, scene. Yeah, I like that scene. Yeah, so, so the fact is, you know, they had to gloss it up and glam it up. And, and you know, it also helped that they were being undercover. You know, they had their, their undercover identities and the flashy cars and the flashy clothes and all that. You know, just, I, was- I dress like Castillo normally. That's the captain. That's the cap. I love the Edward captain James in this Holmes. show. This captain is the best captain I've ever 
uh, I've ever come across. But you're right. 70s was really great. That's why I like 70s like crime yeah. stuff, because it was gritty as all hell. And, of course, when Murray was bringing up that we're going to have you on, he's like, hey, we got a guest who wants to do Columbo. Columbo <laughs> is my fucking show. Like, yeah, I, I've, right. I've been seeing somebody lately, and I was like, you're going to watch Columbo. And she was like, what the fuck is Columbo? And I was like, you're going to like Columbo. She never heard of Columbo? Never I can see not watching heard of it. it. Wow. Well, I didn't even know. I I hadn't really even heard of Columbo five years ago, seven years ago. And I just started because it was on Netflix. And I was like, I love this so much. And I've been watching it every Sunday since. One of my one of my proudest dad moments. I my daughter is is 20. And I think I turned her on to Columbo when she was probably eight or nine. Because at the time she was really into Scooby-Doo because you have to. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I said to her, and it, you know, I was explaining the concept of the Who Done It, and I said, "How would you like oh. to see something where it's done right at the beginning, and you have to figure out how to get caught?" And she, that turned her on immediately, and we started watching it, and uh, got her hooked. And that's something we still watch, uh, you know, when she comes home from school, and I have all the seasons. Peter Falk, Peter Falk just has a, a wallet that says "Bad Motherfucker." That's all. <laughs> <laughs> no. so the, the last five minutes of Columbo is one of the most satisfying pe- forms of entertainment, TV or otherwise. Oh, it's so satisfying. It's so good. I, I I love it so much. Just the way a cop interacts with human beings as a human being, it's so satisfying to see. There's something but, about watching that and then going, up yours, Robert Culp. <laughs> <laughs> one of the first things Murray bought me was a Peter Falk uh, <laughs> autobiography. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. It's still it's still right up there. It's out in the open for every for everybody to see <laughs> when they walk in. You need to learn about Peter Falk. Everybody needs to know. I went Which back. eye is his glass eye, Griff? Left eye. Well, see? You knew How that. many Emmys does he have? Oh, I don't know that. 7. Uh, no, he got 4 for the four. I think 4 for the original run. His first two films supporting actor nominations. Okay, okay. No, not bad. There was a I was with a my wife teaches theater here in town and Ooh. we were at a we were at a conference and I was there was an episode it was one with John Cassavetes and Oh yeah. Great, the girls the girls that were working the tech crew all said that sounds like the grandpa from the Princess Bride. I said yeah, yeah it comes to me, it looks like circa 1970. Yeah. What did they do? I just watched it recently on Criterion. Mickey and Nikki. I love Mickey and Nikki. That was a very, very good movie. I didn't realize I liked John Cassavetes until I, until like they were like, "Hey, you remember this Columbo episode?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do." And they're like, "This is John Cassavetes. He's a director, and he's in this." So I've been watching those. I watched Great a couple. Piece of trivia on that is it? It looks and feels like a John Cassavetes film. He's just an actor in it. That was written and directed by Elaine May. Oh no shit! Okay, that's. All right, we can't talk Columbo all day. We got to talk. We <laughs> no, got to talk Miami Vice. And since we're all Michigan boys, we had to do the Michigan from your hometown, Griff. My fucking hometown of dear old Redford. We talked about it. You're from Flint. Murray over here is from Pontiac. Well, you're not quite from Pontiac, but you've lived there the longest <laughs> out of your life. Yeah. You're cheering for a certain Bills team tonight. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. My- my, Nothing? my side nope. side bitch. Your side bitch, okay. Yeah. And, of, and of course, baby boy Griff over here. I'm from sweet old Redford. Same town as Ted Nugent. Ted, Deadly Tedly. Yeah, uh, uh, Matt, what's your feelings on Ted Nugent? 
I uh, I got to I got to see him in concert many times. I got to meet him twice. Um, oh. I'm happy that my daughter's now too old for his taste. <laughs> so you know, you got that going for you. Um, but I mean, first, like one of the first big concerts I went to uh, was him. I was 15. My brother is six years older than me, and we saw it at Cobo Hall. We had third level, so that's where all the smoke went. <laughs> my, first, my first major contact high. Oh, um, Murray's favorite. Yeah, saw a couple of his New Year's Eve shows, and then um, he. Uh, the first time I met him was at a hunting show because you have a hunting right. show every weekend in Michigan. Yes, yeah. every weekend. <laughs> and then uh, I, because I and I had had it was uh, the the episode had already come out, and I asked how he got the the Miami Vice episode, and <gasps> his standard answer was. NBC wanted somebody to kick Don Johnson's ass, and I raised my hand and said, I'll do it. Oh, my God. I'm so glad to hear that. That is not... That's that is not so correct. Seagal-esque. That yeah, is, it is the worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. And then uh, when I was in college, I got to interview the drummer for Damn Yankees and got to see them backstage. Well, that's the angle. Jack yeah. Blades, Tommy Shaw, Ted Nugent, and that guy. So... <laughs> And uh, anyway, did a meet and greet and reminded Ted of that hunting show. And he's like, why are you down here in Indiana? <laughs> As the, the guy who lives in fucking nowhere, Jackson, Michigan. You know? Jeez. Yeah, but he, but he owns a good chunk of it. So yeah. there's, that, there's yeah, that. It's point. him and the prison. It's basically Jackson. One of the militia. Words. Don't forget the yeah. militia. <laughs> yeah, right. well, that well, that, oh, did you guys hear? He's turned on George W. Bush. He's, he says George W. Bush is deep state now. Uh-oh. Guy, he actually left in the 2000s. He left Michigan to live in Crawford, Texas, to be near George W. Bush. And now George W. Bush isn't crazy enough for him. <laughs> what the fuck? We're, 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 we live in the silliest of worlds. <laughs> we, we really do. But you, we have we to got... say about Ted Nugent. I got. I, I hope we all. I think we all agree on this. You can separate the art from the artist. I do like some Ted Nugent. Yeah, songs. there's some Ted Nugent that's yeah. fun. Yeah, back when we, he didn't seem like a total shit lord. Right. Yeah. Um. I, I. I thought it was funny when you're like, my daughter is not at an age where she could like. To, you have to be 80 years or older to like Tedley Nugent. At no, he's talking about Ted would want to sleep with his daughter because he's a perv. Oh. Oh, look, like up, was... uh, look up the interview in High Times, gang. No. How was there an interview in High Times from <laughs> Mr. Straight Edge fucking Ted Nugent? Wait, he's Straight Edge? Yes. It's his whole thing. He's like, I don't do yes. drug or drink. You're yeah. telling me he was on Miami it was that interview. It, it was that interview where he admitted to uh, crapping his pants to avoid yes. getting drafted. I know that then, one. And, of course, there he, he got custody of a young lady to have the custody of That's a young right. lady. That's yeah. right. Oh, my God. I he... think Steven Tyler did that, too. And yeah, so there's, the, there's a there's a fun tour. <laughs> Who was the big director too that did that? I don't know. Oh, he did. Uh, oh my God, he was huge. Woody Allen didn't oh. he do some shit like that? No, like he, he married uh, a woman. He allegedly, and... like, had some un- improper things going on with his uh, like adopted daughter. It was Mia okay. Farrow's daughter. Yeah, okay. that's still pending. I think. Yeah. Oh, it's pending. Okay. Yeah. Well. We know that most people come to us for the news, so we that's a legend. You know what is pending? This Miami Vice episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> people are just sitting back. Give me that Crockett and Tubbs goodness. Yeah, go. really. So we start out. We're in like, it's like 
Where the fuck are we? Like in the sand dunes? Well, we we start out with the shot of the fucking sun. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, somebody 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 was playing. Somebody got a new thing for their camera, so they started testing it out. So we got these reverse heat shots of the surface of the sun to let us know how balls hot it is in Miami in the summer. Right. I mean, I can kind of appreciate that from an '80s perspective. Maybe you guys got some new tech. You could actually shoot the fucking sun now. <laughs> get some cool heat waves coming up. It worked. Right. I felt the heat. Yeah, and it's like everybody has to do – you have to do a Christmas episode. You have to do a fucking Thanksgiving episode. You have to do an episode where it's extremely hot. <laughs> yeah. And now – The road going off. Yeah. Right. Nowadays, that's just the norm. It's just too fucking hot or it's right. too fucking cold. Right. We don't have a middle ground. We yeah. don't have a normal That's Seinfeld called climate episode. change. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah. Tedley Nedley told me yeah. that's not a thing. The Motor that's City Madman told you that? <laughs> yeah, the Motor City Meth Man. <laughs> Man, you the do math. Oh, excuse me. Let's explain that. How do we have two rock and roll bad boys from Michigan? Because we're badass fucking state. That's why. <laughs> Wait, I'm was sorry, Pat- who's the other one? Uh, Kid Rock, Robert. What's his name? Robert. <laughs> Bobby Ritchie. Sorry, who's Bobby the Ritchie. other one? Kid Rock. Who? <laughs> Old country. <laughs> Is that the name you know him by? Oh no, no, it's just um, busting his chops and his mom's spaghetti. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait. Oh, you're thinking Eminem. He's not a rock bad boy. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm just being. You. We just have so many bad boys. We don't even know how to. Yeah. Talk I, about. I, I just. I'm. I. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I grew up on Seeger, Nugent, and Grand Funk Railroad. Everything mm-hmm. else, I'm just sitting on the front porch dismissing. Don't leave out Alice Cooper. Come on. Oh. Or Alice Cooper. Thank you. That's oh, right. My favorite. Wait, is it here from Detroit too? Yes. Yeah. Look at us. Just look at us. We're everybody, an amazing fucking. State. Everybody appreciate us for yeah. a moment. We're an American band. Exactly. Were they, weren't they from Flint, Grand Funk? Yes, exactly. They, Holy shit. So you got Grand Funk, I got Madonna from Pontiac, and you got oh, Ted Nugent. Oh, fuck. Are you into the Greta Van Fleet? No. But then I, we, and then you go up to Saginaw for question mark and the Mysterians. <laughs> yeah. That, and then don't even forget Motown. We can just rest on our laurels with Motown. <laughs> We're right. never getting to Miami Vice. We're yeah, never we getting are. We are. If, we're right in it, Griff, because Actually, we're out. Here, here, here we go. You know, my, one of my all-time favorite writers is the great Elmore Leonard, and his novels were either set in Detroit or in Miami. Oh, cool. And I just, I just heard Raylan Gibbons is going to be coming to Detroit. for. That's a... right. Why are we taking another side show? <laughs> this is a Detroit episode. Exactly. We're oh, getting, we got, this is our first Detroiter. It's like a, like a, like a hello, remote everybody. guest from Detroit. Detroit Lions, number two pick. Lions, <laughs> or the Tigers got the second pick. The Pistons got the first pick. Number one in the loser rank, baby. And when does the kneecap biting start? No, they were fun this year. I, oh, the most fun three thirteen and one team in uh, NFL history. Considering I've watched a lot of losing Lions, yes, this was the and most. We, and fun. we've watched more. That's how bad it yeah, is. Yeah, this was uh, the most fun I've ever had watching. Well, no, a but I, well, but they they lose in spectacular fashion. The Lions always keep you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. You got to admit that. And I, I gotta say, Actually, I like the Sun the Jaws guys. of victory. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Every oh, time. If there's, a, if there's a bizarre way to, for a team to lose, Lions will figure How it out. How are we doing this? One of my coworkers, I was talking to him the other day, and he was like, yeah, I was at the Ravens game. And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it was so sweet. And I was like, you, lo- you almost lost to the Lions. You had a world record fucking field goal to beat the Lions. And he's like, Gross. yeah. And we still drank and... 
burnt our city down. It's like, okay. Miami Vice. Miami Vice. sitting down. Vice. Yeah. We're out in the middle of nowhere. It's just sand everywhere. Mm. Guy pulls up in a... What was he driving? Corvette, because Ted will not drive a foreign car. Oh, that's very honorable. Yeah. And uh, also, the his song "Angry Young Man" from the Little Miss Dangerous album is playing. It was from an album. Why would they be playing Little Miss Miss Dangerous? It fits the theme of this show they, perfectly. They used, they used that in another episode a few a few shows later with uh, Fiona. Oh, okay, so, so we got we a two song deal out of the series. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Look yeah. at look at Golden Globe. Especially Theater, he was bringing like not, no longer relevant at this time either. Uh, there is that. <laughs> yeah. God, he looked awful in the show. <laughs> I oh, it was I'm sorry. A... So he, so the Corvette pulls up. It's some Guido dude, and he's I like, swear he yells on, "Hey, Carly, what's going on?" Charlie. Yeah, he's supposed to say that. I heard Carly. Well, everyone keeps calling Kelly Kali. Exactly. I feel. There is just a weird name thing happening in this episode. But Everyone's having that, a stroke. As soon as that dude came out in his light blue shirt and yellow pants, I'm like, you deserve to get shot. Look at that. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay, I won't say what I think about the fashion. <laughs> what, you that it was bad? Uh, Well, there's some... Look, I'm not a big fan of Don Johnson, but like the lavender pants, I would totally wear those. Okay, I would totally wear those. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I'd rock those motherfuckers. I got my white, my white. Would you boat put the sweat shoes. stains on them like he had? No, I wouldn't be sweating in those yeah. motherfuckers, especially not now. <laughs> so this guy's looking for Charlie. Charlie shows up. It's fucking the Nuge. We're like, holy fuck, Ted Nugent, and he just whips out a gun and shoots this guy. Yeah, what was with this? No blood. It's TV. Yeah, there was no... I was asking Murray that exact question. He gets shot nine and a half times, falls on his car, and there's no blood. No. You're but lucky that, if you get a trickle off the side of the mouth, but oh. uh, and that's for close-ups only, so... That's, what right. we got, that's all we got in Bloodsport 2. Bloodsport 2. <laughs> all we get is one trickle of blood down a woman's mouth after she gets punched square in the jaw. See, Murray, this is how you advertise the episode. Oh, yeah. that no Make one sure to check that one out coming at you Wednesday. No one's going to give a shit episode, about that. Gang. Yes, always, always. <laughs> So then he uh, he goes through the guy's shit. He's got a bag full of money. Yeah. Or was it drugs? I don't remember. It was, it was money it was, and, and, and a money gun. Money and a three fifty seven auto mag for you fans of Sudden Impact. He, but, and like a certain other movie, he left the gun and took the money and the cannolis. Right. Mm, go on. I thought it was a Nintendo gun. Run. That's what it looked like to me. Nintendo <laughs> gun. The light but, gun. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have one. I was poor. What? You didn't? No, I never had a gun. I was poor. I never played Duck one. Hunt. Sorry. You never played Duck I've Hunt. I played it before, but it was on do, a do, Friends. Do, 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 do. You want me to get my Duck Hunt? <laughs> no, no. We're getting back into this. Episode. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, my God. We're recording. So he, and then he, he apparently he has accomplices working with him, or he has magical Sandman powers, because sand coming from two different sources. Yeah, this didn't make hit, sense. Hit the car and crush. I'm going to say Callie. She knows how to work construction. Uh, <laughs> oh, this work. makes sense. Oh, yeah. And we're not supposed to know that they're working together. Yes, so that makes sense. This is perfect. That's right. And this is in Colombo, so it's not a how done it. So we need to know That's who right. done it. <laughs> and now we, accomplice? we go right in that sweet Jan Hammer theme song. We get all the highlights of Miami dog racing, highlight. Cuban girls, yeah, yeah. And we're just we're into it. Yep. Cut two. We're on the top of a like a hotel, like a pool thing. Yeah, it's a balcony slash 
Wait, do they still call those balconies? No, you can I call don't. Them the pool area. You also know it's the '80s because you got sweet '80s saxophone music playing somewhere in the hotel. I miss '80s sax. I bet he looks was... like the long-haired dude that played for Tina Turner. I don't know what look that. Up the, look up the. Video. I know <laughs> Tina Turner. There's, there's I don't like know some. The guy. There's some. He looks like a Miami Vice henchman. In a I tank love top it. and long hair and muscles and a saxophone. In my that mind, it, it's the Lost Boys guy. All right, that's what oh, I think. Oh, there you go. Right? There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like the sound of this. But, and we got our leads: Crockett and Tubbs, Rico Tubbs, Sonny Crock. Okay. What name should I be using? You, Rico and Sonny, right? Okay. Because yeah, the first the first time we did this, you were like, "No, that's not his name." <laughs> I never remember him being called Rico. I remember him always being called Tubbs. But Tubbs. I only calls him Rico in this. Or you could go because they're they're waiting on a guy, so they're going under Burnett and Cooper. No, was that don't, their, add, don't add more names? I'm so bad at names. Was that their fake names they always used? Burnett and Cooper. Those were fake names. Okay. Uh, and of course, the great thing was uh, early on, Philip Michael Thomas was his uh, Rico Cooper was Jamaican, and then when he grew the beard, he made him Cuban. Mm. Oh, yes, that, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So they're just drenched in sweat. Everyone's just drenched in sweat. Yeah, we saw the, that the, opening. The shot. Bartender shows up and he looks like Mike Tyson in a spelling bee. He's <laughs> got so much sweat going on his shirt. I'm like, you're serving drinks looking like that. I'm so glad you pointed that out because I was bitching about the same thing. <laughs> he was, he was and Griff so is upset. like, Griff is like, well, he's fucking hot. I'm like, I don't want a guy serving me a, all drenched. He's in wearing sweat. pants. B, he's going uh, back and forth. He's trying to hustle for tips. Of course he's going to be sweating. Your drinks smell like man ass. Come on, dude. Have a change of clothes every what? minutes. What? You're an expensive what? hotel. How do the drinks smell like man ass? It's like it's an open <laughs> air. COVID. Matt, thank you. You're uh, right. Welcome. He's wrong. You don't as, want a sweaty weight. As staff. always, we need to get like Anthemus Chris back on. So I have somebody, you know, who's going to vouch for me. me. So, so we get some really, like as as Matt pointed out, single entendres. They're just talking about fucking nonstop because Sonny catches a, a lady in the corner of his eye. Oh yeah. boy, yep. He would be he would be canceled for this glare today. Yeah, it be- was a creep, and they cut to it five times. Yeah, yeah leering. I wondered if you know, there's one of those things that if the show was short and and the director is just you know what, just put extra leer, you know, cuts of leering in her body and leering in her body and leering in her body. It's total filler. It, but it's a no. It's a perfect ad for she sheen body sheen for women. Yes, it is. She's just drenched. And then it's a perfect shot for a, uh, what not to interact with for a woman because he's got like Don Johnson. Who I don't like, and this episode did not help me because he's creeping wow. on this woman. He's got a whole face like pulled back and a smile where it's just like a jack lantern where he's got his fat pinched back in the back. It's so weird. His face, he should not smile. Don Johnson should not smile. It looks weird when he smiles. Okay. Smiles or leers? Both? Smirks. <laughs> yeah. When he leers, he's, he lets his face rest, so it's okay. But when he smiles, you see the leathery texture of it all. Wow. He's got it out for Don Johnson. What are you I don't. Do I'm just t- – I'm calling – He's the Marlboro man, all right? Come on. He, he was good in that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a creepy, you know – was a creepy in the Marlboro man? I don't remember. All right. So they're just leering. Cr- Cr- Tubbs is like, 
that's too much for you, brother. You oh, yeah. can't handle that. I wrote that. She's too conservative for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I, I like that line. And his response was, I get these occasional urges for stability in my life. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. See, I can do this. I can cringe. You guys can't. You lived in the times. <laughs> oh, no, and it is, it's funny because, you know, I've, I've mentioned, but it has the feeling of a, of a film noir or a Mickey Spillane novel. And if you read the Mickey Spillane novels or Dashiell Hammett, the dialogue is kind of like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it just, yeah, it was off to me, but hey. And then, and then she did that one move that I've never, ever seen done at a hotel or anywhere else. This is fascinating. Them. Yes, The please. smoking of the t-shirt in the Perrier and the giant yes. ass bowl. Who does that? Is, is that, that a thing? That's a horror bath. What is that, that is. not carbonated water? <laughs> No, I think that's just it's just it's straight yeah. it's a straight water. Yeah, remember back in the day that was like the only water. Like water bottled water was a new thing back then. Okay, and okay. So, you see, I'm thinking of it with my Yeah, she takes the, the whore bath and then and then she does a thing which she's she's supposed to be impressing us. I think every woman figures out how to take her bra off while her shirt's still on. But she's she's supposed to try to like impress Sonny with that move. Yeah, well she did it with one hand too. Yeah. Also, you also get to do it on network television, and when you have a one in your age, you take what you can get. Right. That's yeah. a good point. So I'm S- Sunny is smitten, and so is she. So she runs over with her her her, her bowl or whatever. She she, no, she 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 does a great thing. She's like, waiter, you're highly too sweaty to serve these men. Right. Yeah. I'll she take move. Okay, I, I'm going to go ahead and pull out a nice 90s moment here. She has a Mentos moment, and she goes up to the waiter, takes the drinks off his fucking... Is that like Mentos? <laughs> what did I say? It's Mentos. <laughs> yeah. I was like, isn't that the she guy from Dune, the Mentos? Yeah. <laughs> Mentos. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Mentos. Mentos. She has a Mentos <laughs> moment, and she takes a drink off his fucking little like uh, waiter oh. table. What do you call it? It's called that? a tray grab waiter <laughs> table. <laughs> But she she grabs the drinks. She grabs the drinks and come over. And of course, he has the great opening line: "What took you so long?" Which is a, a, a panty dropper if there ever was one. Right. Don't He's like playing the bad boy role. He's like, I, I think right. Sonny's been you around. Have, you have the moment with the happiest ice cube on television because she rubs it against her face <laughs> and her neck and <laughs> sucks on it and then dumps it back into his drink. <laughs> then he picks up the, the ice cube and does all the same stuff. And... Yeah, it, it, it points out a very thing. There's some things women can do that are sexy. When men do them, it's totally not sexy. Oh, yeah. Stop it. And it doesn't help yeah. when you do it for your partner friend and you're like licking your tongue through the <laughs> hole in the ice. That's the, yeah, that's... Tubbs is not impressed. Yeah. 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 Now, I, this begs the question for me. You're watching this, Matt. When you are in that coming of age period, you're attracted to ladies and everything. Don Johnson is dumping these beautiful one-liners. Are you trying to use a Don Johnson (laughs) one-liner on anybody? Are you are you implying that I had a notebook and I was gonna <laughs> drop these on girls at Carmen Azorth High School on Monday? No, no, I didn't. Oh, no, I'm afraid not. That's too bad. But they exchanged so my peach jacket and rolled, you know, with the cinched up <laughs> sleeves. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> but they exchanged names. We've learned out her name is Kelly. He keeps pronouncing it Kelly. For Kelly, some reason. yeah. And, right. he's, and he's like, I'm Sonny Burnett. He's still undercover. Because they're right. waiting. We learned that they're waiting on this messenger for this. There's this big drug dealer named Clemente oh, who's going to like blow. He's going to go snitch on everybody. But he's That's got right. it. He's got an intermediate. And we get one of the worst actors I've ever seen in a TV show show up. 
Also, when you show up in drab, yeah, dark clothes and glasses, and your hair's back, I'm like, yeah, you 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 stand, you stick out like a sore thumb. We're going to get to a guy who sticks out like a Thor. Th- oh, I know uh, that. I, I saw yeah. that. You're darn right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the only, that's, if, you, if there's any reason to watch this episode we're talking about, it's for this guy. But we'll get to that. That picture's got to go on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You're asking me to post to Instagram? That's yeah. been like he doesn't do anything three months now. I don't do anything. <laughs> that's right. So this guy, he, he he's nervous, and he's the one that's not sweating. That's the weirdest thing about it. That's a good point. And he has the most layers, too. Yes. He's got a corduroy jacket on. That's the heaviest <laughs> thread in this episode. Yeah. Everybody else is not using a nice linen or a yeah. nice cotton, and he's like, corduroy. This is, this yeah. is me. You're right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. He, wa- he, he was definitely trying to come to the state side to be in a Beatles cover band. He, right. was, he was like 60s John Lennon. Wow. LB toes, mm-hmm. and he he's like, hey, I'm 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 working for Clemente. He's not coming until you get Maria Rojas. He's very nervous. We yeah. should mention that, even though he's not sweating, he's very nervous. And then he he's just like, and then he just yeah, he's so he pulls a gun on the guys because Rico spooked him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it's, he's so he's nervous and racist. I mean, wasn't is he? A, he's a person of color too. Yeah. But not as dark. Oh, are you are you saying non-white people can't be racist? Wow. Yeah, that's that's very racist. Isn't that yeah. what Twitter tells us? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's not touching that. So <laughs> so like uh Sonny's like, hey, look at there, one with a flat ass. And then he looks away <laughs> and then he does this little karate kick, like, yeah, and like he does, the... knocks out of his hand. <laughs> that's yeah. the perfect place for a Billy D. Williams ad. <laughs> Woman with a flat ass in the 80s works every time. <laughs> so this, like, Hispanic Dana Carvey just flips out and starts running, and they give chase. And this is the, this is the best part for me. The crime, the crime. I, I rewinded yeah, I... this scene, like, five times because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. This guy, and I can't believe this guy wasn't used more. He had his getaway driver. Can... Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you're going to this. Yes. Oh, yes. I... Oh, okay. Let's be very, very vague about this. Matt, did this guy show up at the end of the episode as well? Without saying too many details. Do you think this guy showed up at the end of the episode? One would hope. Okay. Okay. Well, how, right. how this guy didn't get into a dozen G&G films is beyond me. That's I don't know. He's, he, he's got first, like, henchman number one written all over. Oh, the yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. It also looked like he was ready for his running man audition. That's a good point too. We'll get back to that. Well, he looked. Oh, he looked like he was ready for his color me bad audition because that's what he looked like. He he looked like the younger brother of who was the big giant of the the bad guys in Superman two. Not Zod. Not the woman. The big. I only know four. I think he was called Nan. I think Nan's younger brother, smaller younger brother. If I'm wrong, I apologize, Stuart, because you know Stuart That's loves fine. Superman. Yeah. Except Superman 4, the best one. <laughs> yeah, because we, we covered it. Yeah, exactly. Well, All let's right. describe this fucking guy. All right, he's got, like, a pomp, a poodly pompadour. Flowing over his face. Over his like, face. down to the bridge of his nose, at least. Total geometric, like, shaves he's in the back of his He's got a zigzag. Zach Morris uh, is Saved by the Bell zigzag in his This hair. is a dedicated zigzag, because it's not even stubble. It is Bald. It's, it's down bald. to the skin. Yeah. Like somebody went. How do you maintain straight, yeah. that haircut? He went and got. He was like a barber every day. I know I'm doing a heist today. I want to look my best. So he got the straight razor cut. 
25 earrings in his left ear. Yep. Only his left ear. Because remember, back in the 80s, that's how you told if someone was gay or straight. You, you're yeah, left, you're straight, right, you're gay. Yeah. And he's letting you know, ladies, I'm straight and I'm Incredibly ready. Incredibly straight, apparently. Here's a question. As as the character, my thought is, is he, was he discovered looking like this? Or is this a classically trained stage actor? And he goes, no, I can do all this. And then gets the hair and the earrings. And, and then actually goes and looks like that. I want to believe he was that dedicated to the role. I want he special had... features on this guy on the DVD. Come on, snap to right. it. I, I have a hard time because he had no in... lines. But he's like, I'm going to I'm going to speak with my hair. Right. It's so Boy, hard to ever. tell in the pre like social media days because people just did shit like this and you wouldn't know about it. So right. you're only appeasing like a small audience. So you don't know if they're doing it for a role or because they need to get a role. So it's really hard. To we're we're not even done yet. He had the most sculpted <laughs> beard. It was totally yes. sculpted. Oh, yeah. Hans, Gr- Hans Gruber style sculpted. Just beautiful. He had some crazy ass like metal bracelets. I think he had some. Uh, yeah, I think he had some sleeveless gloves on Griff. I don't know. I might have been. I might have missed that. But I perfect. Saw some fingers popping. It, it was like, and, and the director knew like zero in on this guy on this shot. Oh, he knew, which is incredible. Like we've all mentioned, how was he not more relevant in this episode? Yeah, it was uh, trivia, guys. You know who directed this episode? Oh boy, Carl Weathers. Oh, I wish. <laughs> First off, Carl would be in it. Yeah, oh, this was, and there would be a bowl of M and M's. Yes, that's right. No, this is directed by Rob Cohen, who did the first Fast and Furious film, the first Triple X movie, I Dragonheart, Daylight, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Oh shit! One of one of his early gigs. Oh, that's Damn. cool. Damn. Okay. These are your pledge dollars at work. <laughs> so as uh, I don't think the guy even had a name. The messenger runs away. They run. He runs right by the nudes. The nudes is at the bar out on the Lido deck. And he just looks back. <sighs> then the bartender goes, it's real hot out here tonight. And then New just takes off his shades, looks right in the camera. It's about to get hotter. Yeah, David Caruso took notes. Exactly. Yeah, really. So now we're at the the police station. It's hot. No yeah, can we point out, AC only came to Florida in 1997. So <laughs> every, everywhere it's hot as fuck. It's just like the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Black Oak Arkansas song when electricity came to Arkansas, right? When nice AC came from to Miami, <laughs> right? That song, yeah, that's right. We learned that this Maria <laughs> Rojas <laughs> woman; she's in witness protection, that's right? And the feds are willing to give her up to get this Clemente guy because he is like, you take him down, he's Tony Montana. You take him down, the drugs. There's no more drugs in Florida. So they're willing to do it. Where are all the drugs go? <laughs> Where did all the drugs go? Who's who's a bigger villain? As big a villain in Miami Vice as the criminals, the feds. Yeah, I thought this was incredible. the The way they worked in the feds in this show was amazing. I love it. They don't. They don't do the Miami way. Exactly. They don't. They they, they wear socks. Right. They're cold. <laughs> they, That's right. Oh, I get. Oh, I like yeah, that. In Miami, Sonny too. never wore socks. That was that was part of the whole Miami Vice oh, outfit. He, he wasn't wearing socks. socks. Yeah, they never wore never. socks. Never wore socks. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah. That's oh, why you know. Got to look at his feet. Quentin Tarantino does. Yeah, and you notice there was no sweat on his feet because he doesn't wear socks. So. Oh, sense. I got a bad update for everybody. 
Are you losing? Griff's a gambleholic right now. He's watching. I the lost the uh, first leg of my parlay. No. You deserve it. Parlay's over before it even started. So Sonny and uh, Tubbs go back to the bar to, like, uh, I guess, uh, talk to some witnesses. Doing police work? Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> they talk to the bartender. Sonny, out of the corner of eyes, he notices that blonde. He's like, Tubbs, take care of the business. I'm okay, taking care we, of business. I don't know if we ever brought it up, but she dissed him and was like, Hit me up when you're not so sleepy, old man. Oh, I didn't. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. There so, is. Yeah, she does do that because he doesn't remove his sunglasses. You know, because he's aloof. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to play the role of Badoof. Yeah, and so now they're back in the bar, and he's like, "Rico, you do all the work. I'm gonna go fucking flirt with this this eight out of ten over here. <laughs> Excuse me, ten, 10 out of eight. eight. Yeah. <laughs> you'll wow. you'll you'll get that joke when you listen to Bloodsport too. <laughs> no one. So. There, uh, so Tubbs talks to the the the, the uh, bartender. The bartender's like, I don't know who you're talking about, but I can get you some drugs if you need it. Like, what the fuck was that? Oh, they're cops, and he's just like, I know. Oh, no, he, they're they're still uh, Burnett and Cooper because the bartender. Oh the bartender, yeah, bartender who calls them the Hardy Boys for some reason, and then <laughs> says to to Tubbs, "Do I look like the kind of guy who would hang out with that type of low life?" And then we could just uh, just a shot of Philip Michael Thomas judging you. Hmm. You don't want to get judged by Rico. I don't. Never. So Never. Sonny goes up to Kelly. Kali. Kali. Kelly, Kali. Kali, Kali, Kali. And we see that she's nervous. She's worried about shit. And he picks up on that. 80s damsel in distress. Right. <laughs> and he's, he, he's, he's there to rescue her. And we right. learn that she's got, a, she's got a bad marriage. But she can't walk away. Because she doesn't like working. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he says you can get a job. <laughs> and so her, her response was, "Men are my job." So then he takes her out on the beach. Very classy. Beach. She, she's walking on the sand with high heels. Very classy woman. Yeah. And he's just like, "Look, I got a place right there that we can go to. This happens to be a, a cop safe house right next to this bar." I loved it. I loved it. So yep. he takes her there. And she's just like, Sonny, he's like, he's like, I don't have a choice. I can't leave this guy. Right. Well, first he's like, you're disgusting. Go take a whore bath. Right. No, yeah. Clean yourself off. So she goes in. It's like and, the Perrier is in that room. Yeah. yeah. Perrier's over there. So she moisty naps and Perrier's herself right. down. Just gets a little bit in the hair so it looks like she took a shower. Yeah. A little bit. A little spritz. There is that. And also for you film nerds out there, the, the room has the blinds. So there's all these shadows. With the, with the vertical lines going across, so it looks like they're trapped because you know <laughs> Rob Cohen's an auteur. Uh, <laughs> oh, I I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, Beautiful, that's, right. that's some good work. And you, yeah. of course, got Don. I was going to call him Don Henley, Don <laughs> Johnson. Well, he had that one song. So she's coming on to him, but he's he 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 respects boundaries, and he's like, "You're a married woman, yeah." But she wants the Don Schlong, so she's all <laughs> over him. This is true. And she and then he's like, Look, why don't you just walk away? She's like, I don't want to get a job. Yeah. And he's like, This is America. We get jobs. We pull ourselves up through our bootstraps. We don't poor people should fucking die. All right. You want to have health insurance? Get a job, woman. And then she goes, Men are my job. Excuse me. Men are my job. No one will tell me to get a job. <laughs> We're a terrible gender. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so Sonny, of course, is like, how are you going to hop into bed with the first guy you meet with the fucking 
fly ass jacket, beautiful fucking beautiful pants, sweat stains, perfectly. everything. I know, I know, I'm a, I know, I'm a perfect ten out of eight. <laughs> but you can't have this. And she's just know? like, what? Go ahead. You know what Sonny was looking for? No. She's looking for a heartbeat. Uh, God damn it! Class. I don't know what this means. That was a Don Johnson hit song. Oh, that was a Don Johnson. We might actually opened our last Miami Vice episode with that. I don't. Oh know shit! Oh That's my right. god! He's, yeah, she was searching for a heartbeat. I only know one Don Johnson song, and it's that. Um, I only know one too. It's heartbeat. What other Don Johnson song is um, there? He actually, there's a video you can look out there. He actually, he, and by the way, he had two albums. Matt's going to know it. So did Telly Savalas. It's right. from the it's Playing With Fire album. <laughs> he, did, he did a cover of the Aaron Neville song, uh, Tell It Like It Is. That's not that and song. It screams 80 production video oh. and audio. I know the and song. Didn't he do, he did a duet with Barbara Streisand, didn't he? Because yes, they were did. dating. That's yeah. Right. Uh, what's your song, Griff? I used to, like, people knew I loved the song so much, they would play it at weddings for me. When I would go to my friend's wedding, is it tell it like it is, like you said? Dang, Dirty dang, laundry. Dang, Dirty dang. laundry. That's Don Henley. We're talking about Don Johnson. Oh my god! I... <laughs> uh, you just angered Don Henley. Yeah. Lead singer of the Eagles. That's not the same guy. No. Don Johnson's an actor. Don Henley is a singer slash drummer. Don Johnson sings. Yes. <laughs> the whole joke Matt did was his hit song Heartbeats. For fuck's sake. I apologize, Matt. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Come on back. Come on back, son. Let's go. Let's go. We're on the rails. So she she's like she's playing the long game with Sonny. Sonny senses something up, but he's oh, yeah. still getting he's getting in the fog, Griff. That pussy fog is getting to him. Is that a is that a thing? Yeah, that's that's a that's a medical thing. We've all been there. What are you talking about? Every man's it. been into that. Never heard of it. You've heard it now. You you yeah. felt it. You might not have know what it was called. Oh uh, no, I've always been Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator. I've just got, I'm full of fucking camo makeup all the time when oh, I'm God. in. But so she but she's like, I got this guy, this sucker in the palm of my hand. Cut to we're back at the police station. The fucking scumbag fed shows up. Your man Dolby chewing gum him. like a madman. Oh my god! Oh right. uh, right. man, oh, by the great Albert Hall, who I remember as the boat driver in Apocalypse Now. Oh nice! That also, was a... remember he's sitting on Castillo's desk. Nobody sits on Castillo's desk. Right. He, you know, I... There was when I remember an interview with Olmos that. Um, he didn't want to have the obligatory, you know, desk, lieutenant desk where it's all filled with crap. It's, his desk is, is always clean, nothing on it. And this this federal DC chucklehead is sitting on Castillo's desk, and you can see the laser beams going out of Castillo's eyes, wanting this guy to get the fuck off his desk. Getting ass sweat all over it. I have time. We have so many questions. Well, I have two questions. First of all, is that Captain's demeanor in every episode? Because I love it. Oh, Castillo! Yes, he is. He's one of the. He is one of the great television, uh, you know, cop authority figures, and a glare that turns people into stone. I loved it. I it's loved it. It was so good, and like the shot near the end there, where you're just like looking up at his face, and the whole episode, I was like, this guy's just a sad puppy. 
And even at the end there, he was just like, motherfucker. He's I told the Charlie you. Brown I of Miami. I loved Force. him because everything was just said through facial emotions, and the guy had great facials. There's, Second there's always, question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, uh, well, there's always been mo- episodes where it looks like, because he always keeps his head down, and he's mm-hmm. very quiet. And it, it reminded me of, there was a story, Spencer Tracy used to look down, and people said, why? And he goes, I want to make sure I hit my mark. It looks like almost is hitting his mark, but he's also very quiet and just, you know, Crockett, Tubbs, my office now. Mm. He, you know, if, if Don Johnson, if Crockett got heated, all he had to do was just look up, look at him, and you turn to stone. Ooh, and, nice. you know, it's like As a teenager, you're like, I want that look. How do I get yeah. that? <laughs> I got to say, like, based on some of the shit you watch today, it's like, this show is corny as fuck, but <laughs> everybody brought it. Well, you got you got to remember, though, the TV fair was like different strokes and shit. So this was some cutting edge shit. Yeah. Then. Now it's right. corny as fuck. Right. But, you know, yeah. All right. Sec- second part yeah. of the question. Me and Murray have already talked about this a lot. Delva is chewing hard. Yeah. You know what? He- it's I watched, um, because of Sidney Poitier dying, I watched the film In the Heat of the Night, and Rod hmm. Steiger, who won Best Actor that year, 1967, he also has some intense gum chewing. I think I've hit the history of gum chewing and acting <laughs> in one week with that movie in this episode. <laughs> Billy Drago, hand acting. Rod Steiger, gum acting. Gum, yeah, because if he's thinking, it's slower. But if he's if he's excited, it's faster. But here's the question. What is he chewing? He's gone down to Miami. He's gone from the cold to the warm. He's loving it. What is he chewing? Juicy fruit. <laughs> That's what I oh said. My God! What the fuck? <laughs> because it's so juicy, he's getting the flavor <laughs> out of that. I was, I was trying to think of a tropical gum, but I could not. So I went there. <laughs> that was your answer. You, you, you were baiting me like you had the answer in your head. You had the right answer, by the it way. You, you and me right. are on the same wavelength, Matt. I think Great. I said winter or spearmint. Something like that. I think I said double uh, mint. That's, a cold, that's for the cold. You have that. Yeah. 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 No, I'm the idiot here. I get it. I get right. it. You're not an idiot. It. It's just, you know, you're, you're gum inclined. It's okay. You'll never be welcome back on this episode <laughs> unless you agree that I'm the idiot. No, you're you're fine. Okay. So Dolby is just like, hey, man, I don't give a fuck what happens to Samaria Rojas. I want this Clemente guy. Did you know she's Clemente's sister? Oh. Right. And, like, uh, Tubbs is like, I don't know. I don't think this is right. I think, you know, we gave her a deal for witness protection. We shouldn't, like, snatch it away from her. Dolphy's like, I don't give a fuck. Hey, when we go to the titty bar, I got a big wad of Uncle Sam's money to spend. He pulls out a wad. He starts starts winding shit up. Ash and is going to offer Castillo and Tubbs dinner at the uh, courtesy of Uncle Sammy with a chuckle. And I'm like, right. yeah, this this guy's got to go down. He's got to go I down. Lo- yeah, I love hard. it. He's I like, the it. first lap dance is on me, fellas. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Sammy wants to see your dick stand in salute. Back to the beach. Sonny and Rico, they're having a heart to heart. Right. Like, the fucking a poor son. He's so disillusioned. He's like, I can't trust the feds. I can't trust uh, my. I can't it, the the fucking cops. I can't trust my own penis. It's like I don't know what's going on. And and Rico's like, hey, I don't know what to tell you, buddy, but uh, I'm there for you. Yeah. You the know? better you get at this job, 
The harder the job gets. Perfect. This, you know. it's, it's, I think Shakespeare said that first. I thought I thought a hundred monkeys wrote that, but it might have been Shakespeare too. Oh, it's so now from, the, uh, it's from two gentlemen of Miami. It's okay. There you go. Now they're the cut to they're they're I guess they're driving uh Dolby the strip club because yeah they're in there they're in the class course because uh, a vice cop would be able to afford this like classic car and they're just, <laughs> they're just driving down the fucking street he's. Dolby's loving it. He's like, "How do you guys get any work done, man?" Right. He called. It, he called it a laid back place. I'm like, "Have you been to Miami in the eighties?" <laughs> was like, "Yeah, I can't imagine." Yeah. I went there once, but I was twenty and I didn't know what I was doing there. And I was like, "This is not a laid back place." You know, go, go they're still reeling from Scarface when it came to tourism. <laughs> so they're set to meet up with uh, Maria Rojas at a parking structure. But instead, it's her lawyer, and he's like, "Look, it's not happening. I don't know what to tell you." I gotta tell you guys, it's not gonna work out. Another my, bad actor, by the way. My client is very secure about her situation, so no deal. However, th- th- this episode did remind me what I think: more lawyers should have attack dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because yes, Dolby's pissed. So he's like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna drag her ass out by her hair." Goes to the car, opens up a German Shepherd, flies out at him. Fear, this this scene took me out. I was like, what? What's going on? Why is there? Why is this scene here? Why is a dog attacking this guy? Yeah, I'd like to there, put my dog's name in this notes. Yeah, she would run away. I'm mean, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's a few moments that just kind of come out of nowhere, and this is the first. And there's yeah. gonna be two more near the end. But yeah, there was like, you know, I I sat you know, sat sitting down watching this for the first time. You're like, oh my god, a dog. Yeah, it was like what? 80s TV, man. It just surprises around every doorknob. Exactly. So now we cut to Sunny is meeting up with Kali at her apartment, a hotel. I don't know. They're she's in a room. Screw room, yeah. And he's just like she's giving her his sob story again about her fucking husband. And she's like, Sonny, you, you can't get involved. And he's like, I'm already involved. First of all, 80s noir. Yeah, 80s noir. Very much so. He knocks on the door. She knows his knock. She doesn't put the fucking deadbolt on. She no. doesn't do any security. She doesn't even check the well, This is why she's so in trouble. She's so trusting and naive. Griff. Yeah. You know, what the, you know what the other obvious one? The, the knock that he does is, is actually the riff from Stranglehold. Wait, wouldn't that confuse her though? When she thinks that that's gonna be her man, yeah. Charlie? Yeah, that's your man. You learned all of the riffs he knocks on the door with Wang Deng, so, Sweet Tang, Cat Scratch yeah. Fever, King of the Forest, all so, that. So Don Johnson knew this, and well, Sonny Crockett, Sonny Burnett, I should say, Sonny Sonny Burnett, Bernadette uh, knew this and. And she's like, okay, enough, enough. But she was so elated when she opened the door. Oh, yes. I mean, she threw herself right in his arms she's been and started having sex with Ted Nugent. This is a step up. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're so close to talking about Ted Nugent. Well, yeah, here, a here's the question. On. Open up to you, Matt. Do you believe they really are a couple or they're just the grifters that work together? Oh, we we eventually find out in the episode that they are, but the, I think at the time, the first time I watched this, I probably didn't because I was fifteen and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, why would anyone have sex with Ted Nugent? Oh, uh, you were like, Ted Nugent's got right. 
care, so who wouldn't have sex with him? <laughs> he also has that moment that he is like, I know is either he came up with it or obviously the director did where he takes off the hat and shakes off his hair like a stripper. Yes. Except you're yes. not a stripper. Oh, you're my God. Well, yeah. We're getting to that scene. Yeah, this well, scene infuriated yeah. me. The only scene that's going to be longer than the new breeders <laughs> guy is going to be that scene. Yeah. No, we're going <laughs> to we're going to get through it. So she's he's like, let's fuck now. They turn the lights off. She she likes to have sex in the dark. Yeah, and then just as soon as they do that, the world's Star Trek stuntman <laughs> level double of Ted Nugent <laughs> skips into the scene. He's skipping. You're going way too far for me, dog. Because there's 15 light switches on that, and one of them controlled every light. What are all the other 14 light switches for? Rotating bed, the shaking bed, <laughs> the bar that comes up and down all the ground. Oh, speaking like a man who lived in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, we all had. You know it. Yeah. You know it. So, like I said, the worst stunt double since Star Trek. Yes. Guy wearing a fedora. At least it was dark. Yes. And we had to make it dark. It was so awful. I saw, you could see it in the dark. It's how bad it was. Imagine how bad it would be if the lights were on. He starts pummeling poor Sonny. Throw Sonny out the fucking room. Sonny got the little dribble of blood. Because, like we've learned, like Matt yeah. said, you can only show a little dribble on the chin. That's right. And then, like we we get the scene that Matt said, where he, where now it's now it's the real Ted Nugent. and he sits in a chair, pulls off the fucking door. He goes, "My lady," pulls the fedora <laughs> off, and then shakes his hair out. Yeah. Cut to commercial. Yep, that's a, whew, that's a Michigan representation on NBC. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just record that scene and just work it into a nice like highlight reel of like sexy men doing sexy things. Okay. Steven Seagal running. Oh, and driving. Oh, and driving. Apparently, I gotta look into that. Ted Nugent oh, taking. No, there, there, if you go on YouTube, there's videos of just Steven Seagal driving. I gotta see. I've never really. Have yeah, you I noticed never, that? Yeah, we've done a million Seagals. We've never noticed it. He, yeah. he drives in a peculiar way. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. Right. Interesting. And we pride ourselves on being investigative journalists. We didn't pick that up. Wow. Yeah. See? And that's being very work. Next day. We're at uh, is this is this the bridge that goes to the keys? Yeah, what is this? Yeah, bridge? I th- I think it is. Terabithia? Or... What? Tabithia? Tabith what? Not Terabithia. Yeah. Like... <laughs> really? Did I, I thought I was doing obscure references. That's strong. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. My it's daughter loves that film. It's a bridge to a magical <laughs> land, Griff. You're right. Yeah. Damn. They're waiting for Clemente. They got the deal set up, but do they really? Because we see Castillo show up with an attractive woman, and we're like, this is Maria, right? No. It's a oh. decoy. Uh. <laughs> wow, you were that offended by the decoy? Uh, it's we- just, a, just a bad move, man. We haven't even seen Maria, so as far as we know, it's a perfect decoy. <laughs> we haven't seen Maria. He has. That's it's true. only his sister, for Christ's sake. But she had sunglasses well, on. It's been years. Oh, yes, that's true. And it's been, what, two years? <laughs> should have had the fedora with her hair up. Oh, my God. Everybody should have had that. All back. Dolby agrees with Matt. He's like, what the fuck? This guy knows his sister. He's obsessed with her. All she wants, all he wants to do is see her dance one more time. So, hear her dance one more time. Yeah. So we got we then we have this scene. We have the most realistic cops I've ever. These are probably real cops because they're just fat guys with mustaches. <laughs> yes. And we get a pan all of them all sweating, all sweating, right. 
All very diverse, black, white. We got them all. We got them all. And then we see a limo pull up, and we're like, "That's that's Clemente." And he sees he, and then they they have because they have uh, Maria. I'm using air quotes in the back of a paddy wagon. They open it up. She like sees her legs, and then she like peeks out, like, huh? And then Clemente's like, "Fuck, take off!" So they start. They slowly take off, very slowly. They're on the fucking bridges of the keys. They don't stop for fucking miles. And I believe it's. Delva who calls in is like, let him go. Yeah, because they have to have a chopper come out. The fucking chopper. And it's like, so it's like, and he's like, yeah, Delva's like, he, we don't have anything on him. Oh, we know he's the biggest drug king, kingpin in Miami, but we have nothing on him. He's that clean. So they let him go. Yeah. And dri- drives right by t- Crockett and Tubbs, and there's like, oh, that motherfucker. All the mustachioed men of Miami. Right. Of course, Tubbs uh, has to deal with Crockett complaining about his love life. And he's like, man, gotta start listening to your dick and start listening to your heart. Right. Yeah. And of course, he goes, look, man. Yeah, he says, look, it makes man. your dick hard, but it makes your brain soft. Yeah, because he's a black man and black men can deliver that line so right. perfectly. Yeah. And of course, Sonny's like, are you speaking some other language? I don't understand. What he's do in mean? the fog. I told you, girl. What's the fog? The pussy fog. I always you get mesmerized my... Murray, by it. You I know, know you. I know you're above us. You're you're superhuman. Yeah. Like you're nor you're a man with testosterone. You understand what it is. <laughs> We've all been there. Everyone, every guy listening's nodding his head. I Damn, always bring right. my fog light, like always. So uh, Clemente calls the uh, the cops, the police station, and he's like, "Look." I, I saw that coming from a mile away. My sister has great legs. That, that chick's legs were 10 out of an 8. <laughs> right? Those are dancers' legs. I just want one more chance to see my sister dance. I still don't know what, what this has to do with anything, but he says that. I, uh, I don't know. Meanwhile, Sonny, totally neglecting his work, he calls up Kelly. And, the, and then we cut back to the room Kelly was in, and she's just watching the phone ring. Yeah. And then we get a disgusting shot of a shirtless nude. Oh, God, it's this scene? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely Miami, because he says that on the balcony. He, has, yeah. he had weird pants where the back was higher than oh. the front. I don't know what's going on with his pants. Shirtless, peck jellied all over his chest. You know so that was the first time I've ever seen Peck Jelly not work, Griff. He I'm actually gonna made let, his chest I'm going to let you and Matt take this scene. I can't. <laughs> oh, there's, there was – I was – Watching this episode, and my daughter, who's twenty, walked in during this moment, and she's and she's like, "Why is he oiled up like a little baby?" <laughs> and then and then had the question: "This is this is a great twenty year old mind." She goes, "Why was everybody in the eighties either really cute or really ugly?" That's a question for the ages. I don't have tell her. Oh. There's no answer for that. Yep. It's a fact. Oh. So she on Friday nights. Yeah, and she's she's just like. Hey, do your thing. And he's like, he's, he's like, you ready? Do your thing. And then he gives him one of the most awful stage slats I've ever seen. Misses her by a mile, but she sells it. Yeah. And then, and then Sonny, he's like, he knows something's up, but he's in that fog. He's just like, I don't know. I'm confused. Cut two. Dova. We haven't seen him in a while. He's going to confront Maria. He's like, I want this Clemente guy so bad. I don't care if she's in. She's in. I don't know. Maybe she's not from Miami. You think if she was in witness protection, they they take her out of her hometown. They would take her somewhere <laughs> far away, far away, uh, far no. away, Canada or some shit. On the other yeah. side of town. 
It yeah. would make some kind of sense. She just got off her jazzercise uh, routines because she's drenched in sweat too. Yeah, and she's like, he's like, hey, bitch, come on, stop. She runs off. I mean, it's basically that was the energy he was giving off. Yeah, okay. yeah. So she, she, very good. Yeah, she runs to her apartment, gets in. The comic relief character is what's what was his name? Pytac, man. I don't remember, but he's like, yep. oh, your side door was open. Your your sliding door going. And we're supposed to, you know, we get a good hearty chuckle out of that as he frightens the hell out of her. Yeah. And we get a nice scene transition where it kind of comes through and it scans her apartment. And to show how innocent she is, ballet shoes on her, uh, like, nightstand or whatever it was, piece of furniture in her living room, a little creamsicle kitten walking across. There was, like, a lamp with a clown, like, shaped like a clown or something. Yeah, playing a little, like, uh, instrument or something. Like, she's so innocent. But right. is she innocent? Yeah. Because, because we learned that she's like, look, my hu- my husband, my brother killed my husband. He's fucking crazy. I'm not going to do this shit. I don't care what. And then Dalvi, classic Fed move. Well, how about we take away your uh, your protection? How about that? Yeah. And you can just see, like, the, the cop in the back disgusted. He's just like, well, oh. yeah, because he's a local cop. And apparently, this uh, Miami Vice teaches local cops are actually really good cops, but the feds are the fucking horrible people. Right. The feds were behind the Michigan militia that tried to capture Whitmer. Okay, and and the, also, the feds were behind January 6th. And they're also behind the, the election. It all comes into. It all the makes feds sense. have been behind everything. Goddamn feds. Oh. Shame on you, feds. Sonny uh, arrives at that, that safe house slash beach house because uh, Kali. Ran there because she got her ass beat by her husband. Or at least mm-hmm. that's what Sonny thinks. Yeah. So she's lying in the bed, and she's all bruised up. And she's just like, look. I, this is where we see their grift. This is their, the move they do. She's like, look. I don't like how long you lingered on grift before you worked in the teeth. So I, I heard what you, you did there. Uh, yeah, I see what you well, did there. We, we know what a low life you are. I'm just saying. Goblin griff. We know look. It. I've only lost ten dollars tonight on my bets. All right. Okay. Not a true low life yet. <laughs> you'll be you'll be selling drugs. Nick. Night's not over. Yeah, 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 that's right. The night's not over. As soon as we get done, I'm just fucking dropping. Right. Dropping. So, Collie's uh, like, look, Charlie has he found two keys of coke. I said you were a dealer. We were working on a deal. Can you just buy this coke off my husband? Only sixty G's. Sonny immediately goes, is it pure? Well, Sonny was like, that's really cheap. <laughs> well, she's like, he's got to unload it. And he's like, is it pure? You fuck, pure as driven snow? Yeah. All right, I'll do that. Do you want me to kill him? I, I like that uh, he asked about the state of the bag. Yes, it was not in a Ziploc. That's right. Perfectly wrapped. Were there any duct tape on it? Of course there was. It's got to hold it that, that shape. Exactly. So he's hearing all the context clues he needs to hear. So he's a good detective is what I'm trying to say. I'm giving Don Johnson some credit here, Murray. Trying okay. to. So he's like, all right, I'll meet. Because she's like, he wants to meet you. Of course, that, that location we saw at the beginning of the movie, the, the, movie, the TV show. He's yeah, like, Matt, no. what do you call that location? Sand dunes? <laughs> Once again, I'm melding of the minds between me and Matt. I yeah, hate it. Dunes. I hate it. <laughs> So <laughs> he takes off. As soon as he walks out, Ted shirtless still walks Again. out of the 
out yep. of the bathroom. You hear the toilet flush. Yep. He's just like, uh, did you guys make it? Because that's what you yeah. had to say in 80s TV. Make it. That's right. This, this is also this is probably the most tender moment in the show because he actually asks, how's your eye? And she, Yeah, and she's like, it's going away. It's fine, you know. Then she and- has... She likes him. She likes Burnett so much because she asked Ted to not shoot him in the face. Yes, don't shoot him in the face. His face is too beautiful. To He's old out. fashioned. Don't yeah. shoot him in the face. Well, no, she said they didn't have sex because he's old fashioned. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now we get a nice zoom in on Don Johnson's nipples. We, we, we linger on that shot. Danzig must have shot that shot because it lingers. Yeah, that's a good point. It's in Don's contract. Right. And they're taping him up. They're wiring him up because he's in on it. He knows this woman's no good. She's a femme fatale. I like the guy little who, Miss Dangerous. who he had taping him up had eight different lengths of tape down his, down like his, uh, from his hand right. down to his forearm. Yeah, it was, a, it was, it was very, uh, like a lot of shit going on. Because it was like, I got to find the right length of tape. He had reel to reel, like tape recorder on his back. <laughs> like it was like, I don't, I think they're going to, that was why they wore, they wore such baggy clothes. Cause you could hide all your oh, walkers. Oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. He, I mean, he did go into that heist with like a proto pack on his back. And then, you gonna say something, Matt? No, no, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm with you. All right, so Rico comes in. He's seeing his brothers in pain. He's just like, dude, what can I do for you? And then Sonny just goes, brother, the head and the heart, Rico. I'd like to get them together just once. Right. And we just feel the pain that Sonny's going. I, I, I just want to imagine either of you guys going up to uh, middle school. I would have been in elementary school, yeah. Sweetheart. I, I got both of them covered mm-hmm. with that written and a note. I'm going to send a, and, and a send little, a DM to someone tonight for and that. And a little yeah. note and just like hand it off. And they're just like, this guy, yeah. he's a poet. poet. I got to get with him. He's just searching for a heartbeat. This could have been you guys. Yeah. Minus the peach jacket. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Sonny goes, goes to a guy. He's like, hey, did you get me that armored Kinjitashi case I, I asked yeah. about? And he's like, okay. And now we, so we need to give uh, Rico something to do. So, like, why don't you go off? Because I guess he got, like, a lead on where that messenger was. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's holding a pump shot, shot, sawed-off shotgun with a pump. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the saddest little gun ever? could fuck you up, though. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I mean, there's a reason sh- why sawed-off shotguns are illegal. I haven't met shot recently, so I don't no. know. Well, that's not good. not plus. <laughs> He's holed up in like a trailer or like a, a storage bin. I don't know what he was yeah, of a silo of some kind. Yeah, and fucking Rico just busts in, freeze, motherfucker! And he's like, I don't know. I've, I'm just a, I'm a dentist from Nicaragua. You know, I'm, I just came here to start my Nicaraguan Beatles cover band. And he's like, I'm innocent. All I know is he just wants to see Maria dance again. And it set something off in Rico. I have no idea. I'm still lost with this dancing shit. But now we cut to this. They're, they're going to really do the deal with Clemente meeting his sister, Maria. So we're at like a, con- a concrete sewer making factory. <laughs> what the fuck is this place? It, it, it looks like an Act Three action seat location. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe too. And we see uh, Maria, the real Maria, is there. The real Maria. 
and we see that limo show up again, and then she... James Khan comes out of the back seat. Yeah, he had a very James Khan vibe going on, and he just he and then we're all, we're all worried that he's gonna kill his sister, but he just wanted to see her dance, Griff. So he embraces her. Okay, and she flicks out the switch. I, I, it would have been so much better if we got a John Woo butterfly knife reveal. Doves then, flying. Then you have to have doves flying in the background in slow motion as well. Well, yeah. Murray pointed this out. If you look closely at her dress, it's feather and feet. Like there's, it's a white dress with yellow markings on it, and the markings are the feathers of a dove and the feet of a dove. So, yeah, a in a way, what of a dove is in other words. In a way, it was a subtle nod to John Woo. Or did, pockets big enough for a giant ass blade. Yeah, that yeah. too. <laughs> or did John Woo get the idea from this Miami voice? Or so, that oh. very interesting. And so she just stabs him repeatedly in the stomach. Yeah, I had to. This is the more horrible acting. A lot. I, it was not great acting from the supporting cast. In this yeah, you episode. didn't like the acting. Yeah, this he, this was her Lady Macbeth moment. Yeah, yeah. you're right, because she had her hand covered in blood, and she's like, out damn spot. She, like, did the whole soliloquy. And then this is where me and Griff, I think you're right, Griff. You point, uh, you had a dove eye, not an eagle eye, dove eye. I did. The guy from the beginning that we talked about for five hours, he's the sniper. The driver, Matt. Yes. He's so the sniper. This is what it sounds like when doves die. <laughs> <laughs> I know that reference. Yeah, okay. So, yes, Mr. Poodle Pompadour, expert shot, and he kills Maria. I love that that guy was around. You know, what I text Murray as soon as he, because I was like, oh, Murray's going to text me about this guy. I was like, we talked about it a couple weeks ago yeah. about my Ryan Gosling trip through Drive. Yeah. I yeah. want this guy in Drive. This I, guy I want- tells the story. I want ten minutes of this guy getting the getting the assignment and preparing for the assignment, yes. and then leaving the house, getting breakfast, and then going to the location for his assignment. Oh my god, I want that! You so... could have made this into a two-hour Miami Vice movie easily. Oh my god, and I it would have been that. a three-hour Golden Globus Theater typically. What if they did that with like? <laughs> what if yeah. there was a Miami Vice show, but then they did like ten minute instead of like airing it on TV, they did ten minute like little side pieces about that character that they release on like youtube or something vignettes the little vignettes thank you oh we're going into wrestling terms now we're heading we're heading to the the finish line here oh yeah sunny is at the sand dunes perfect name for this place mm. <laughs> or wait wait no before that happens no i'm right <laughs> I'm, I'm lost here you got it you're right okay he's heading to the sand dunes for this for the setup this is their move and he gets out, and Charlie shows up. And Charlie just whips out a gun, fires it at Sonny. Sonny has that Kinjitashe case. Boom. It's blown off over the side of his car, but it hits the hits the, the case. And then who now who's the other guy? He's another Vito. regular. Vito, the, the the fine character actor John Deals. Yeah, on top of a sand dune with a with a gun. And he takes out our boy Tedge. They do a they they shoot like cops. They shoot him like twenty times, and there's there's absolutely no blood. He just but he does he does a great death throw. He's like ah, and collapses. Also, a big tragedy that 
that Ted has to die to the song Cry by Godly and Cream. Look them up. I think they were one hit wonders. Yeah, I do. I remember this song too. Griff was like singing the song nonstop before we got a hold of you. So yeah, okay. you think you had it wrong. I don't know the song. I just really enjoyed it. That's that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we're in it. once again mind meld, man. We're on the same page. Yeah, Ted's dead, baby. Ted's dead. <laughs> so now we're at we're back at the other location where the, all the people got killed. Dolby swallowed his gum. He's so distraught. And he's just, I thought he was dead for a second because he's staring there, staring off into nowhere. I'm like, fuck, did the sniper kill him too? But no, he's just, he's dead to fucking Castillo. It's juicy. That's right. Well, and, and, and there was a, the two body bags were the same yellow as the dude who got shot in the first episode. But then, yeah, Castillo just looks down at him and doesn't, you know, doesn't even take the energy to shake his head in disappointment. He just glares at him. Right. He's just like, you disgust me. You I, I love that shot. I love this captain, and that shot sold him for me. How about his mustache? What do you think? Oh, he's great. got a great mustache. Yeah, okay. I love this. His mustache could kick all our asses. Exactly. Now we're on the beach. Kali is making. She's making uh, sandcastle. Not very good at it. She's that's not her it, strength. Though. Think about it though. We just yeah, saw. Us... Oh, go ahead, man. Oh, it's just yeah to, to fade from that moment and then yeah oh she's making sandcastles because of the dunes cool. we were seeing the the cops were arriving and uh using the metal detectors to figure out that matt or charlie was hiding cars yeah under the dunes and now she's making these weird sand structures with little hot she's wheels hiding in them. her innocence she's, under the dunes this is this is poetic yeah you know it's back, it's back to the foreshadows yeah. This, <laughs> this is back to the foreshadows. I love that. Thank you. So she sees off in the distance a beautiful Charlie walking toward her. It's like a mirage because it is a mirage because it's really sunny. And Sunny walks up to her. <gasps> okay, even I, not a fan of Don Johnson. And they do this one-on-one comparison where they're like, oh, look, it's Ted Nugent walking to you with Don, with just a blazer and no shirt. And then it's Don Johnson with his lavender pants. I'm still selecting Don Johnson, those lavender pants. Who's saying, yeah, we're all in agreement. What are you talking about? I just yeah. think it was a silly thing to show that Kaylee wants. No, 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 no. It's not what she wants. She thinks he got the job done. So she's kind of right. so delusional. She thinks, oh, Charlie's back. We're going to do our, our grifting some more. So you're saying she's more uh, uh, relieved in this moment. Well, no, no. She's so delusional. She thinks we did it again, Charlie. Because she never, they never reckoned with somebody like Sonny. So she's like, oh, it's, it's Charlie again. Her and, expectation. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's crushed because it's Sonny and she knows what's going to happen. So she's crushed. Well, she's crushed because she knows she's going to go to jail. Oh. It also helps when the out of nowhere helicopter shows up. Oh, yes, my God, that, yeah. This one, they, somebody just wanted to use a helicopter for this episode. Oh, yeah, because yeah, she's like, and and she's, I give it up to her. Like she, her job is men because she doesn't stop working. She's just like Sunny. The beaches on France are so much whiter. You know, why don't you just run away with me, Sunny's not hearing any of it. The fog has lifted. He's yeah, just like, right. I see you for who you are. And then, it's, like you said, a chopper shows up. They can't have a cop car show up. A chopper shows up to arrest Oh, uh, You know, I think cop cars on the sand. That might be a little difficult. But, yeah, and then he puts on his hater blockers. Doesn't want to hear her at all. <laughs> hater blockers. I can't like see, that. You can't see what I'm thinking. I'm Sonny Crockett. 
And then they take her away, and they're giving her her Miranda rights, and she's flirting with these guys. Yeah, yeah. I was like, God, you're crushed over Sunny for about three seconds, and then you're putting your arms around a guy who's built like me. Way to right. go! She's a femme fatale. She's a man eater. And you know what, guys? I oh, believe that's a good song. I believe she conned them, and she had them fly her away to oh, one hundred percent. And Don knew that. Oh, excuse me, Sunny knew that. Them, not condom. Wait, what did I say? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's doing a joke. Oh. Wait, we do jokes on this show? We try. Try. We try? Wow. <laughs> how do you feel about Miami Vice now, Griff? You oh, coming how around do to I it? Feel... Are you coming around to it? Uh, I love Rico. Because <laughs> he's hardly in it. I want him more in the show. He's like my Brantscomb for this show. Yeah. Where I'm like, Don Johnson is a complete piece of shit, Lorenzo Lama style. Okay. And wow. I want. And his assistant. Yeah. Brings them up higher. I want more Rico. I want more Branscombe. I love the captain in this show. He has no emotion. We're so used to the captain who's always chewing out the crew, our right. main characters. And this captain, I want to I wanna know that he's doing okay in life. I want to know more about him. This is the millennial perspective. I want to know. I don't want him to be a sad millennial cowboy or whatever the fuck AEW's <laughs> doing with Paige. I just want to know that this, this guy's doing okay, but I love him. He's so good. He has no emotion. He's like, I work eight hours a day, and then I go home. And I feel Go that. home to my cat, and I don't have a wife. You don't think, or... Wait, is he married? I don't know. That's what I'm asking Matt. Is there any, do we know the backstory of Castillo? Uh, we you, and that's the great thing is that there, there's a few episodes where you get his past, and sometimes, of course, his past comes back to Miami. But uh, but no, we 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 there's there's enough of a mystery about him. So, gee, I, yeah, I can find out the episodes that are very uh, Tubbs and Castillo centric, if that'll help you. Uh, I think it would. I think it will because I think yeah. we got a new regular guest yeah, for our show. For fucking sure. Like we need to figure out what's going on with Castillo because he's the best <laughs> yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> so Matt, thanks for coming on. You've hit a home run, buddy. This was fun. Yeah, we had fun Hell too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you're now you're officially in the family of G and G now. Yeah. And it's not like a jugular family. No, jugular? It's, it's like, it's like the jugular. mob or the Girl Scouts. You never really get out. Oh, you don't. Oh oh God, no. You, you go out on your back yeah. in a body bag. That's how it happens. Sorry. Yeah, we talk about people sending us letters. We also send letters. And we said, oh, my God. Yeah, right, said, I'll take the letter Q, L, Z. You're going to get more than that, buddy. <laughs> I know I will. You're going to get about 23 more letters in various You're giving the whole alphabet. Wow. Yeah, we're going to give them the whole fucking alphabet. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's what we do. And a soup. So thank you very much, Matt. This was Tippy Tap 30 blah, 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 blah. Something. And we, I don't know, we don't have a sign-off for this, these things, so we'll just see you for our next tippy-tap. Bye.